You are now listening to The Reality Is. The Reality Is. I think cuffing, if you're single, cuffing season changes like every fucking year. Really? I'm I'm curious to know in what way. Meaning like your approach as you get older. We'll talk about that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. From a guy's perspective. I think it changes from a woman's perspective too. At some point, you don't want to just get fucked. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Maybe some do. I mean, some do. I've been through a lot of that. (laughs) So... All right, Spider. I'm ready. Whenever you are, we'll go. We'll we'll do like the 30 seconds, like we always do, and I'll start talking. All right. <laughs> I don't know about that. I like that shit. <laughs> I like that shit. Okay, fit the same. No, for real. I like that. It's different. Red boy better get him a headset so he can enjoy the vibe. Let me find a seat. That's what I told him he can sit over here. You should have sit between the ladies and shit. Bounce that shit out over there. Headset over here. Bounce off that feminine energy. He said he's the one. I'll set it up. Yeah, he's like he, he said he'll set it up for you. And if he, unless you just want to sit over here and have the headphones on and listen. However you want. I just looked at you, Ray. You look like you lit in this bitch. <laughs> I love this song, though. It's like it is a different vibe. I like man. it. I like it. So this is episode three twenty seven, man. You are now listening to the reality is the reality G-H-A, is. I was gonna say bitches. the motherfucking reality is, but I was trying to figure it out. You know, we got Red Boy in the building as a guest. He's not on the podcast, but he is in. He may say something. Somebody set up over here. You know what I'm saying? I'm giving you the play-by-play. That's where I went to the University of Texas in Arlington and broadcasting school. <laughs> I do this shit. Go Mavericks. Yes. What's good with you, Frank? Wow. Man, it's all good, baby. What's all good, good with you, Artesia? All good. All good? Casey? I'm a little uh, congested today. You feisty, too. You can tell. So you definitely feisty. I feel that energy. That you do. Yeah. She is feisty today. You don't feel that, Frank, from your Aquarius? Uh, the way listen, she came she in. in she came in hot. She most yeah, definitely feisty. You know what I'm she saying? She took my seat. Oh, she did. She, she did. He did say you yeah. wanted to rearrange things. Thanks for things. being a gentleman. Mm, yeah, whatever. Sort of. Whatever. Oh, I feel like, from what that nigga <laughs> said, it was like you owed. I got voluntold a new fucking seat. You Violet told, I like this yeah, shit. Yeah. I like this shit. No, this is episode 327, man. We got a lot of shit we're going to be talking about today. Um, first of all, I want to say thanks to the people who have been listening and leaving rating and reviews. On the last episode, me and Frank talked about rating and reviews, the importance mm-hmm. of rating and reviews, mm-hmm. and why we ask y'all for those. Just like on Instagram, when you um, say, like, say, friends on Casey's page, if you leave a comment and she responds, it creates an algorithm. Mm-hmm. It opens it up. It lets other people know what's going on, what's hot. This is a good page to come to. When you leave a rating and review and you get a certain amount of rating and reviews, they send more people our way. Or like back in the day, I don't know if you remember Artesia when we made it on the top of the list for black mm-hmm. podcasts in like February, uh, two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. It happened because we got an influx of rating and reviews. So y'all start hitting them goddamn yeah, buttons, man. Listen, listen to the man. He talking to y'all. Shit, y'all give us all this love <laughs> in the DMs on social media. You're, you're, you're talking to us and everything, but mm-hmm. y'all need to carry that shit over here where it counts. Put it where it counts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I appreciate it, man. How everybody been doing, man? Fabulous. The week has been good. The weather's great. It's a new month already. It is. Oh, yeah, October. This shit is going by fucking fast, it man. Is. 2022 around the corner. And in 20, yeah, in 2020, the like, quarter. deuce, deuce. Ooh. 
I don't understand. Like this, I, you know what though? With the time passing, the nigga is really starting to understand himself a little bit more. Is are we still in the Mercury retrograde? Shit? Yes, we are. <laughs> How long does this shit last? I think this one goes to like October seventeenth. What yeah. you mean? Get this used one? to it. How many do you we have? have like three, oh, three, three a year. Three a year. <laughs> See, I'm just starting to find myself. So I'm starting to listen to everything that everybody's been saying for years. Artesia is always talking Catch about up, nigga. Uh, uh, numerology and astrology. Frank has always talked about numerology. I know you do. So mm-hmm. for me, it's like hearing all of this shit now. I'm like, yo, how many we have? <laughs> I heard niggas talking about it at the barbershop yesterday. Really? I was like, what were they That's saying? That is interesting. Hefe. Okay. Hefe, shout out to my barber, Hefe, man. Um, he was basically talking about, he's like, he was, I heard him talking to his dad on the phone before he started cutting my hair. And he was like, yo, dad, he was like, do you believe in numerology and astrology? And I don't know what his response was. And he was like, I read something the other day and I saw him posted on Instagram, but he's like, I read something the other day and he was talking about all these things that are supposed to happen in the month of October, mm-hmm. things that may have happened in September. He was like, bro, it's like I read what's been going on with me. Mm-hmm. And as I heard him talking to his dad, I was like, hey, bro, I'm going to tell you, I used to be a skeptic when it came to numerology and astrology. I said, but honestly, if you believe in any kind of religion, why wouldn't you believe in this? Mm-hmm. The whole world is made up of numbers and yeah. concepts mm-hmm. and theories and all of that. So it's like if it touches too close to home, I think that's what makes you be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But when it's a generalized statement that hits you and you're like, yo, I can understand that. I see yeah. where that is. Mm-hmm. So it was crazy to, to to hear that. So we got a lot to talk about, man. We're talking about cuffing season, now hiring. Um, <laughs> got the so first you're hiring? There. Now hiring. I'm just saying. I thought that was a dope way to, to, to you know, introduce it. I put out now hiring on Instagram last week and everybody was like, what y'all hiring for? <laughs> like, what job? So I went on and created a video for it to say, hey, we're talking about cuffing season. And I thought yeah. that was a good spinoff. Yeah, that's, that's cute. Cuffing season. Um, We're going to talk about that a little bit later, but. I want to talk about Frank's coming. You you mm. put this on the, our running list of notes. The we, running list. I yeah, decided yeah. to get to the shit. I was like, this nigga I'm really so will never contribute anything I'm to really the show. I'm so glad. Yeah. So let me I figure out what. shit on that list. <laughs> yeah, if you pick it apart. But you talked about how do we feel about the level of celebrity uh, through the podcast and social media and how, you know, the spotlight is created yeah. for us individually. Where did you come up with that nigga? Well, Enough but, is a carrot issue. <laughs> well, because, because to me, you know, like I think that we can get caught up in you know, the definition of a celebrity, what a celebrity yeah. is and all that, but there's levels to this shit. So like to me, if I wasn't on the reality is, then I probably wouldn't be as known as I am. You mm. know what I mean? So there's a certain level of celebrity that I've experienced in my life based on me being on here, you yeah. posting videos, motherfuckers seeing me be like, Oh, I like what he said. And now they follow me and now they looking for shit. Yeah. So I'll be, you know, I was thinking about, you know, what effect has that had? I mean, for somebody who's been in the game, I've been in the game for, you know, several years. What about seven, eight? Yeah, well, seven years, something mm-hmm. like that. It's almost ten, I think it's eight or nine, right? Yeah, it's coming yeah. up on that. Yeah. Okay, so that's a long time. The yeah. point is, I haven't been in it that long, but I was curious with my little experience when I go places. My fuckers be like, "Yo, you franchise?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> you know, like that's just a limited experience that yeah. I have. But I wondered with everybody else here who's on social media pretty heavy yeah. and what that has been, that experience has been for you. So I was just curious about that. I want to hear Casey's uh, thought process because yeah. I know Casey says she just experienced it pretty much this week, right? Yeah. Recently I had two experiences. So one, I was um, at the gas station near my house, <laughs> just pumping gas, minding my business. Mm-hmm. And this guy in a car next to me is like, hey, neighbor. So I glance over and I'm like, yep, don't recognize you from a neighborhood. So uh, <laughs> my daughter's in the car and she's like, mom, I think he lives in our neighborhood. And he was like, man, K-Spot, I love all the stuff you're putting out on yeah. social media. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. Like, so you live in my neighborhood and you follow me on Instagram mm-hmm. and like you saw me at the gas station. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It was just. Yeah, it's off-putting. Strange. Yeah, it's strange. It's strange. Yeah, that's it was strange. Too. 
And then I had another experience at the uh, Dallas Farmer's Market, minding my business, mm-hmm. about to go uh, get some vegan food yeah. from, shout out to Vegan Vibrations. And this woman is like, oh my God, is that K-Spot? <laughs> and I was like, what's happening? Like, is this what happens to Beyonce? But, like, this, yeah. is, this literally, this is no, what I was thinking. Okay it was so yeah. interesting. I was yep. like, wow. She's like, can I get a picture? Mm-hmm. Like, it was a whole, the whole, whole thing. Yeah, and she so, talked about the impact because I'm, you know, I'm interested in yes. the impact, yeah. right? So, But think about that a hundred mm, times a day, a thousand times a day. I can't imagine. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I just told Arteezy, I was like, can you imagine from the little experiences that we have to get that all the time. Mm-mm. I remember it was a few years back we were over in uh, West Village and we were at the oh, movies yeah. at the Magnolia Theater mm-hmm. and we were going up the escalator and this girl was like, Artesia! <laughs> and Artesia, you know her facial expression so she shot her look like, who the fuck is this bitch? And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. She's like, I love the show. The reality is blah, blah, blah. I love you guys. Blah. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Then literally it's been, a, it's literally been a lot of times where we've walked somewhere or been in somewhere together and they'd be like, yo, the reality is and you'd be like, mm-hmm. The fuck? I but personally when you, don't like it. I don't like it either. Because it's like, like I don't like being known before I know mm-hmm. who knows me. Right. But there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing it it kind of comes do. with the territory. Yeah, you're well, that's be pretty was... disappointed if you want to be anonymous. And that's true. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> but then it also shows you some of the reach that it is growing mm-hmm. because there's times where you that's walk somewhere and nobody says anything. But to answer it from my perspective, I think, and, and I say it all the time to people I know, if I didn't have the podcast, like I'm proud to be known for what we've created here because mm-hmm. I'm like, if I was just doing project management shit, nobody would, they would know me, but who right. the people, who know? Mm-hmm. but like you, we've literally created a name for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people I know in my circle, they'll come to me and be like, why you don't talk your shit? Like some of the things we've done, some of the rooms we've been in, like our six degree of separation or the six degrees of who we know, like it got some pretty big names in it. Mm-hmm. Now we may not be like buddy, buddy, but it's like we can make a call yeah. or a call can be made. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I look at both of y'all the same way. Like Casey, she's doing very well on social media. Everything she's doing is like being connected to her. We've also been, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Been able to get a lane to what she does mm-hmm. and people hear us vice versa. It's a lot That's of people right. is like, yo, we love that you added Frank right, and add right. the franchise and everything else. Like it's dope. Quick story, and then I'll get Artesia's part. Shout out to Spider. Like he he hit me up this morning. He's like, "Yo, Red Boy, which y'all know, Red Boy Radio is a part of Roberts Media Group now. He started his podcast season back up today." And Spider hit me up and he's like, yo, man, he's organized. He's this, he's this, he's I that. I think I said he has his shit together. He has his shit and together. I like working <laughs> well, with people like that. Literally. And I like that. But see, when he said that, I smiled because I was like, it's a representation of us. Mm-hmm. Who we bring under us and who comes out under us, it still represents us. Mm-hmm. When I chose both of you guys and you guys accepted it, I was like, this is a good look. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So having him here and having Red Boy here doing what he's doing, it's like, bro, congrats to you. I'm we glad to have you under the motherfucker because we already know we ain't got to worry about you. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait to be on the show. (laughs) (laughs) So, Artesia, do you like this? uh, I just told you I don't like it. You ain't got a story? I want you to talk about it. Well, you actually told my story. You've had more than one. Um, Not that I can think of. I just don't like the initial thought of somebody calling me. They know my name. Like you Mm -hmm. said, they I feel like they automatically think they know me and they really don't. Yeah. And so that's kind of hard for me to adjust to. But it is good to see the amount of work that we put in to have it, you know, this as an end result. It's that's cool. But yeah, just people recognizing me and being like, hey, girl, I know you. No, you don't. You don't know know, but but I will say this also for me, it's a little bit of the opposite, because I really think that people who listen to the podcast 
they find out more about me than I really want them to know. Good oh, that's point. Cool. Yeah, when we're talking about it, it I just mean, I'm really out. just, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you my inside that's perspective. So that is so true. Believe you know me. Yes. Girl, even In like, dating. It, that's that's why I, I was going to say, how does that work? I've had people tell say. me, I'm yeah. about to go listen to the podcast because I learned all about you yes. from the podcast. Exactly. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, they basically have a 300 something hour head start on you. Yeah, man. Yeah. But, but this is the difference. This is the thing, though. Even though they listen, they still don't know. Right. Because, like, not no, being funny, true. if you think about over the years when me and her have done the podcast on our own, the things that she used to talk about or her experiences, a lot of those, even mine, was with one another. Mm-hmm. So you you know about the person, how she was when she was with me. Right. And vice versa. Yeah. You don't know who I, I am or how I am now. Right. And that's been years ago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you still at a disadvantage, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah you still got some homework to do. Don't let that be your homework. You still got some yeah. homework to do. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. the approach is different. I think most of mine doesn't happen either in person. A lot of it, well, I don't think we talk about the fact that it happens online. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because especially during the pandemic and shit, like you're not going to see those people. But how many people are in your DMs or commenting on your page mm-hmm. and right. not being funny? Even when you go look at those things and the content you put out and people are like engaged in it, it makes you you feel away. Just like you feel away when people don't fucking. I done been on this bench ranting for years in the beginning when <laughs> nobody was listening. Now you don't hear me rant because I'm like, it's starting to pay off. I see the things we've doing some things. So, yeah. so on and so forth. So Frank actually uh, put a little work in uh, for this episode. Yeah, a lot of work, man. <laughs> I got a whole list. Look, don't lie to the people. I got a list of shit. You're we just like the it. little brother he has we to pick on. To like it. that's the dynamic. Not, I'm even not though the I know I'm you're not, but that's like brother. that's the twist. I'm the little big brother. Yes. But you know what's so funny? That's how it is in real life with my with my brother. Like anytime people see my, me and my brother, he's older than me. But every time people see me, they be like, so you're the older one? And I was like, he just looked like a big baby. He, he got older brother complex. That's what it is. Maybe that's what <laughs> it is. What it is. I did always want a sibling. Yeah. <laughs> I used to always tell my mom, I was like, hey, I want somebody. Have another baby, damn it. You know what I'm saying? She when she literally was telling me that from 32. No. How many years <laughs> apart are you and your brother? Two. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh two. It? Yeah, that's close. That's close. Oh, that's yeah. real close. No, nah, we was right okay. there. That's why she said when I was first born, he tried to smother me with a pillow. <laughs> I used yeah. to do that shit. To my I got the picture. The why? Like how y'all little niggas in y'all chest that two years old want to take out somebody? Take him out. She literally was like, he was. She was like, I had you in your oh, little you your little thing, and she was encroaching like, on his yeah, territory. These motherfuckers. That was his mama. Yeah, that nigga took nigga? a pillow, and she said he put the pillow over your face and just left it there. She like, I came in the room and I had to like take the pillow off. She shouldn't have told you. At least story. he didn't lean on it. <laughs> right. He wasn't smart enough. <laughs> but it's like, damn man. But uh, Frank, you brought up uh, submission versus obeying. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, women in 2021, they have a little bit of confusion on it. I think so. You wanted to clear the shit up. Yeah, we got to clear the shit. I mean, and we have some women in the in the building, yeah. so I think that that's important. Yeah. We have because, queens here, by yeah. the way. We so, have queens. This so, motherfucker's so feisty. So that's what I'm saying. I, tell, I don't I'm know what. Where the I don't know what was in her kombucha. Yeah, that's this morning. But <laughs> First of all, I'm allergic. I cannot you drink. Are? No, I'm not even kidding. I get an allergic reaction from kombucha. Well, mm. What's the what's the reaction? We'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even know all I mean, my business. Yeah. Vulnerability, man. I mean, she Look, she know, I get so hot. He ain't going for the... <laughs> I got in my I got breakout in my ass. Like, yeah, you gonna tell somebody? Yeah, like, Come yeah. on, man. I get hemorrhoids. I'm yeah. just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't. Yeah, that is. That's, we don't need that visual. So <laughs> what I was saying was, you wanted to know. <laughs> you know the thing, and again, I, I really want the the ladies to speak this. When we talk about this issue, I think that for the most part, you know, it's something that we can learn from from the from the ladies because from our perspective, you know, obeying a submission, it's it's like a power thing, right? But to me, really being submissive is the most powerful. 
posture to be in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is. As a man, as a woman, when yeah. you can submit to your partner, you're actually showing Allowing power to something. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but obeying to me, that's that's a person that takes a that's position. role play. Yeah, and that's that's a powerless position when you have yeah. to obey. But when you can make a decision to submit, there's a little more freedom in that, and you're a little bit more you know in a power position. But I think people get that fucked yeah. up. I'm gonna ask Casey something because mm-hmm. she's a sex therapist though. How does it make you feel when a nigga obey though? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It has to fuck some submission. Honestly, but submission is actually more powerful. Yeah, I agree right, because yeah. the the thing with obeying mm-hmm. is that you don't have to respect the person you obey, right? You're just following an true. instruction. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to respect that person. Submission, there's respect, mm-hmm. yeah, which just changes the whole dynamic. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I just feel it's important to talk about that because. I think motherfuckers get that shit twisted, especially young men and young ladies. Yeah. So, of course, with a podcast that bring these conversations to the life. Yeah. So I thought it was important to talk about, especially with the with the with both of us in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just figured out something. I used to literally wonder why I felt shorter than everybody, and I never think oh, your God. chair. My chair was so fucking short. Like I <laughs> yeah. feel like a really? real a I human. That, I think that chair might be broken. You're gonna end up short again before that. Because I was just like <laughs> gradually. Because yeah. I was just like, why? I, literally, I'm, I was sitting like down here, and I'm like, what the fuck? Why is this bitch damn near touching the table? <laughs> Submission. I like submission. submission, but the one com- the one conversation I hear a lot of women say or talk about or things they say when they talk about submission, who am I submitting to? Right. That's the biggest it's thing. It's all about who am I submitting, am I to? submitting mm-hmm. to? You know what I'm saying? But then I also think about submission, and we're not talking about sexual submission. Sexual right. submission. We can go there. But that's not what we're talking about right now, right, just no, for no. context. Right. This is just overall in a relationship mm-hmm. or a marriage, why is it so hard for people to submit? Mm-hmm. That is crazy to me, because if you get in a relationship with somebody, I would feel like at that point... There's a certain kind of respect anyway to give some kind of ownership or label to a situation. Mm-hmm. So you might as well be submissive unless he treating you like shit. This is a conversation I had the other day about just like the differences in race of women mm. and, and certain things. It's like I think in a black community, men and women, we need to go into relationships different, like not so guarded with an approach of if I want to take you or you out on a date and I want to take you somewhere nice. I'm not going to worry about people saying, yo, bro, start out here. No, if I feel like I want to be here or do this, Mm -hmm. take her out here. If I feel the need after a week to say, yo, I'm kind of really, you know, I'm really feeling you. I didn't expect to feel this way. Mm -hmm. Instead of holding back on that shit. Say it. Say it, though. Mm -hmm. But it's about how you preface it. You know what I'm saying? Now, it could be creepy because this ain't the movies. You know what I'm saying? So you can't just throw it all on the table. But Mm -hmm. you, it's a way or I feel like you can find a way to say certain things to let that person know, yo, I'm interested in you. Even if it's kind of like just smooth, like, yo. I'm feeling you, ma. Like mm-hmm. we went out the other night. Yes. I liked you. I like when you did this. You look nice. I ain't really felt this way. You know what I'm saying? So I was wondering if I could take you out again. Just yeah. start with a small approach. Mm-hmm. I think you do have to tame your excitement in today's yeah, industry bit, of dating. Do. Yeah, you don't want to take you don't want to be taken But sometimes men way. go overboard and but they're that's like, because they work for the cookie. I, yeah, and extra. it's like, whoa. They ain't seen they ain't had a whole week. lot of experience. Tell them stories are teasing. Like, cause she on her smile, cause I know him, but I can build on, an I'm empire. Jesus, say something. <laughs> I hate that shit. You say you can build an empire that, when they automatically throw. Oh, we could be the next power couple. Yeah. and I'm a big believer. Like, if that's what we're gonna be, we don't have to say it. Mm-hmm. Like, it'll just happen. Mm-hmm. So when guys meet me, they're like, "Oh, you know how to do this. You know how to do that. You already got your shit together. Oh, we can be the next." Whatever, and I'm like, I don't. That's yeah. not it's what, too soon. Yeah, it's just I don't too know soon you to like even that. say that. Yeah, but that's but uh, to me, that's more of a. 
a compliment to you because it's a compliment, you know but then saying? it's also a turnoff because then at that point it's like, are You're you talking to me yeah. because you really like me or are you talking you to me the because potential. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or right. you have a plan in place and you could be a good player right. to that plan. I'm just going to be a part of your program. Yeah. Some people do have well, what a was the program before I got here. Yeah. To find someone yeah. like you to be in the program. If I'm the one that makes us a power couple, then what the fuck you doing? Uh, but sometimes people get they get so fixated on the idea of a person. And so then be. when they meet someone that has at least some of those traits, yep. they it's almost like they don't see the person no. anymore. They see the idea of what they want in their own. Yes. And, the and then you can't a relationship it. can't be sustainable that way. No. It's not only it's not only the idea of that, but it's it's the idea of everything. The idea of mm. being in love. The idea yes. of that's what I'm saying. Relationship Yo, look like yeah. motherfuckers get fixated with that they shit, do. but in reality, it don't even look like that. So when I look at relationships, I do I don't ever look from a financial point a standpoint for a woman because I feel like I, as a man, I should have my life together enough to be able. If I'm taking care of myself, an added person is just a bonus or a benefit. That's how I see it. Mm-hmm. I truly, probably why I've never been, I don't want to get married, but live with anybody or whatever, like, it is a love thing for me. You're, you're learning more about me to where it's like, I ain't living with we nobody. All are. You know what I'm saying? I ain't living with nobody where I feel like I, I fuck, you know, I don't really fuck with you like that. If I can't right. see you every day, if I can't mm-hmm. be around you, if I'm not craving to be around you, I can't live with you. I'm telling y'all motherfuckers, if y'all don't have a craving <laughs> to live with the per- or craving Crave. to see the person, yes. you don't need to be living with that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. If you ain't ready to go you know home, that do you be like ready to go too. home? To your son. Absolutely. And your wife. Like you want to go home. Every day. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if you want you that, then cool. That. But you got to get to that point. And a lot of people are doing this shit outside of it. To talk about mm-hmm. submission, though, what, what would make you submit? Or what has made you submit? Ladies. The traits that have made you submit to your husband or a man in the past? So I think part of it for me is a certain level of admiration. Right. So I want to for example, with my husband, recognize there are things about him that I admire. Mm -hmm. There's talents and things that he has that I don't. And there's something about that that gives me trust. Yeah. Right. And so it's easy to submit to certain concepts or ideas when he says them, because I'm like, yeah, you know what you're talking about. Now, I've also been in a relationship with someone who, (laughs) you know, they rode the short bus. Oh. I'm being vulnerable be, in this be, moment. Yeah, I nice. did know in advance. I'm very my goodness. So they really rode the myself. short bus. They really rode the short bus. Like in high bus. school. Like in high school. So there was a below C average student. Yes, it's they were. Mm. Jesus, that's another episode. He must have had a big but. dick though, because most big <laughs> big feet niggas with them uh, bu- uh, them Burger King <laughs> shoes and shit. Not Burger King. I'm just saying. Oh, no, no. Be- I mean he shows up like he's on GQ cover yeah. of the magazine now. Mm-hmm. I mean, but his outer shows, right? His brain is on the Tin Man. <laughs> wow, something like that. Yes, and so someone like that, unfortunately, I was in a position where I walked over him. Yeah. Right. I did not. And respect. you didn't respect him. No, yeah. and when he tried to give me ideas, I'm like, dude, what you Who are you? <laughs> right. What are those? Right. But are I am those? I am guilty of being one of those women who have wanted to like save and fix and help. I, I look, you can't I'm just being it. honest. A, wait, a lot of women need to be honest because a lot of y'all it's take bad. on that role. Like a good and it's okay. A project. Yeah, it's yes. like the cake just you come out y'all shoulders. Oh, for real. <laughs> I don't understand that I shit. I was younger. I used to try to tell her too. I was like, I don't need you to fix shit. Just listen. And my mama and them, even when I got older, I said, shut the fuck up. Just listen. 
I don't need you to fix nothing. You are, I'm telling you my issues and y'all over here calculate, trying to figure out a plan. And then this is what happens. <laughs> they think they're doing a good thing by trying to fix it while you don't know about it yeah. and don't understand. Depending on whatever the fuck you fixing, you may not make me feel like I need to feel. And you might make it worse. You might make it motherfucking worse. <laughs> Just support me. But we can relate. Shit. But we can relate to that. But because they, men are fixing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But also, what I've learned in this age is to respect the woman who does try to do that. Yes, because, because they're there's some from bitches a nurturing that just place. Yes, yes. Yes. and there's some women that just sit place. back and they let you. Yeah, and they're like, yourself. "Ooh, I would have told you you was gonna fall off that cliff, but yeah. I ain't want to say anything." Uh, that's say not the type of person you. No, you don't. But it is a way to go about doing it. That I think that's mm-hmm. in the moment where a partnership should happen, mm-hmm. sure. where you say, baby, if you don't have the money, I have the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know this may make you feel whatever, but I see the potential. and I know you just need to like it's how you say it. Right. Yeah. I'm learning. I'm it's how you it's say all it. About approach. Yeah. What about you? Tone of voice and body language. Submission. Well, for me. That look like. Wow. She said yeah, I I both of y'all started talking at the same time. I was like, 1-800. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> hey, cut all of this shit out of there. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Too much sex appeal going on. Both of y'all motherfuckers it's cannot three, be talking at the same time. It's 3 a.m. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> B.T. <laughs> Quiet storm. All right, I'm sorry, Casey. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> so for me, I'm big on nobody's gonna tell me what to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I come across somebody that can actually tell me what to do, and I don't feel a way about it, mm-hmm. I take note. That's it. That's and you know that feeling. Point. Yeah. And I know yeah, what that feels point. like for me. And that mm-hmm. starts with someone who's like first and foremost genuine, mm-hmm. who's consistent, mm-hmm. who has shown me that they have capabilities to lead. And lead properly. That is true. Mm. That's the biggest thing for me. So I'm not expecting like a guy doesn't have to do X, Y, Z before I say, oh, I'm going to do this. It's just I know it when I feel it. You know, and that's and that's what it comes down. You know, when you feel it, it's different for everybody. Casey. I like that. Yeah. To round out the. Yeah. Because I I saved your topic for last because it looks like you have a good breakdown. Go ahead and get your phone ready. Because I want you to lead us into this. But you wanted to talk about vulnerability. Me and Frank talked a little bit about vulnerability. I'm going to put these UTA skills to to work today. You know what I'm saying? Casey's getting it it together. I'm going to pivot. But we did talk about vulnerability. Yes. And when Casey sent this, I was like, this is perfect. I don't think you listened to the last episode. You should. You're missing out. I did. You did? Okay. Appreciate about, it. Well, at the time that I had say. talked to you last, you hadn't. I, about to I say. started it. I didn't listen to the whole thing. I didn't finish That's it. That's okay. It was a long one. Yeah, this, it was. Why was it, it at the time long. that we... Uh, why was it so long? Don't, <laughs> you got a, don't you got an Aquarius, brother? This one right That here. bitch was actually longer than that. I, wasn't it, Spider? Yeah, we, like, we had fun. I understand. We had fun. It was fun. It was fun, but it was over two hours. And even at the... Yes, nigga. It was two hours and 15 minutes. And at the end of that... Doesn't it go fast, though? Yeah, it went fast. It went fast. It definitely did. But you wanted to talk about uh, <laughs> vulnerability. Do you think you're more emotional than vulnerable now that we're older? Mm. Yeah, I'm just curious. Do you reflect on your growth in the area of vulnerability? Mm-hmm. And now that you're older, what do you recognize that's different about how you emotionally and I like to use the word expose yeah. mm-hmm. because vulnerability it to definitely. me is really about exposure. Yes, it is. So what have you noticed about yourself as you've you know, experience life. How are you different? Mm-hmm. Well, for me, I feel like that's been happening this whole year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For me, it's me. Like it's, it's a, for me, it's a, I, it feels good, but it's like getting control of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. I've been in relationships or I've had friendships where it was like a lot of crying or a lot mm-hmm. of talking or a lot of touching. 
you know, I wasn't, I'm not a hand holder. I haven't been a hand holder, but I think through vulnerability, I'm yeah. getting to that point where I'm like, okay, maybe Good. this is a possibility. Okay. So the thing about vulnerability is I love it. It feels amazing, but God damn it. It's like standing on, it's like, us. it's literally like bungee jumping and nobody's there to snap the cord. Like you just jumping and you jumping. hope the shit works out the way it's supposed yeah. to work mm-hmm. out. And you yeah. hope you get to come back up. But it's no guarantees. <laughs> no guarantees. Yeah. But you still jump. That's the only thing no, I don't it's like. Scary. Yeah. But no that, that, that's that's the best thing. Shit. And for men, we don't like to be wide open. Y'all build walls after hurt. Mm-hmm. We come with the motherfuckers. You remember the Mattel <laughs> toys? They said come like it's mm-hmm. already that we already, we already assembled the with the wall. So it's like to open up, we don't even tear the wall down. We just Create a door in the motherfucker for you to walk through when you need to in and out. That's literally that's a good analogy. But that's literally what it is. So for me, it's 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 I still have a wall up with my vulnerability, but I've opened the fucking door. So I'm going through the bitch a little bit more often. That's a good process. You know what I'm saying? I'm going through it a little bit more often. Maybe you know what? Honestly, though, unfortunately, it is probably easier for men who already come with the door than for women who have. Oh uh, yes, right. Experience situations and now. Their viewpoint, like they're looking at you like you are everybody else. Yeah. That yeah. that has hurt them. Yeah. Trump right? wall ain't I mean, got nothing really on hard. y'all's. <laughs> That's that shit is real. You'll climb into the heavens and it'll still be more. Man. So yeah, it's different for y'all. But then the issue is when people talk about what they want out of a relationship, yeah. you cannot achieve that without, without vulnerability. A, we talked exactly. about it. That's about why that it's too. always like motherfuckers are lying up front. Because if you're not giving your honest opinion about right. what you fucking need, mm-hmm. you're lying. Mm-hmm. Man, there's things you're not going to know, mm-hmm. but I agree with you. Yeah. That is so fucking crazy. It's real shit. Oh, that's that's that grown shit, for real. Come on, Artis, with this vulnerability. Don't make me start pointing y'all niggas out it? like the teachers who don't, the kids don't raise their hand and answer no questions. <laughs> so over there high in class. Frank was going next. <laughs> no, no, we got to hear from you. But um, I think for me, anybody that's been close to me, they get to see like my vulnerable side mm-hmm. all the time, which I don't really like. Um, I think as I've gotten older, I've gotten better about not sharing it as much yeah. and not in a guarded way, but just kind of like processing my own feelings first and foremost, instead of just spilling everything out. Do you think you came with a wall mm-hmm. though? Like if you think back to like your marriage or your earliest relationship. With my marriage, no. Yeah. There was no walls because that was my first adult relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I went marriage. into it. After the marriage, I think... Um, just based on my childhood, yeah. Yeah. But I don't think, because I knew you then, and I don't think your wall was like... I don't was think like, it was it wasn't impenetrable. Like a, well, like, not even that. It wasn't a wall of hurt. Yeah, it wasn't. It was more of a... It was just so like, was let me be careful. careful. Yeah, yeah so because conscious. I was... Of course, I was right. raised by a single mom, and she, certain things that and concepts that she taught me, I always had in the back of my mind. Yeah. So it was just more so out of caution, not like somebody did me dirty. Like, yeah. I still don't... I'm not a bitter woman. Like, mm. even yeah. though I'm single, so I haven't bad. had any you know, bad breakups. Yeah. So that makes sense. That's good shit. Come on, nigga. What you got? So what I'll say <laughs> is, cause you know, I could be long winded, but I'm gonna keep it. Oh, real. I know how to cut you off. I'm we got real, your time point. I, I don't pay attention to when you cut me off <laughs> you really anyway. You don't. But now what I'll say is as far as like emotional and, and vulnerability, I think I've always been, whether we like it or not, we have to admit that we're emotional beings. Nigga. Yes. <laughs> So I think for me, the vulnerability aspect of it is admitting that I am an emotional person and then allowing some of that to show in certain situations. Because before, oh, no, I was a hard shell. Like, Mm. I don't give a fuck. Like, period. Like, no matter what happens, even though inside I'm really feeling this shit. Yeah. In the past, I would not show the emotion 
or even discuss it. Like, it's nothing about, like, as a man saying, you hurt me. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't talk like that. Our so anger <laughs> is our vulnerability. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, anger, sadness, all yeah. of that shit. Like, we mask a lot of things with mm-hmm. anger. So, so for me, the vulnerability aspect, what's different about me now is that I'm open to discuss things that affect me the way that they do, you know, and affect my emotions. I'm open to discussing it. I'm open to showing it, whether that's with my kids, with my lady or whatever. Yeah. In the past, I always felt like I needed to be that dude. Like I needed to be the, mm-hmm. the hard shell, the man, the leader of the family and, and that guy. But now I think, you know, how I understand it is showing that vulnerability is also like vulnerability is my strength. That's my new shit. Yeah. So what got you there though? Like what was the transition? Like what, what are the things mm. that impacted this newfound openness? Where you know, did it come I, from? I think for me, it's just personal growth. Just, okay. just understanding, just, just understanding that there's like, I, I lived a certain way and I had a certain thought process mm-hmm. for 30 years and just kind of examining a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? You know, when you have kids and they start going through some things, Ooh, I think it kind of helps yes. you. You're vulnerable anyway. Yeah, I think it <laughs> yeah. just helps you to yeah. kind of see things a different way. Like, do I want to raise my kid exactly the mm-hmm. way I was raised? Yeah. And if I if I can't do that, then what do I need to do differently? It's like all of that shit. Mm-hmm. Being in relationships, dealing, like understanding. You know, I learned a lot about myself and emotions, stuff like that from women. Whether yeah. it's my mom, my sister, my lady. Like, it just depends on the people that you're exposed to. But I think for me... That growth came like gradually, but it also came from being in certain relationships, from having kids, from from being responsible for other people who are kind of coming up after you Mm -hmm. and look at and just examining yourself, being more introspective, like, okay, this is the way you've been for 30 years. How has that worked? Do you need to make any changes? Going to therapy, Mm -hmm. having conversations, all of that shit. It's just that personal growth, really. Mine came from hurting people, like like Mm -hmm. seeing people be hurt. Not you, you hurt people, yeah, me actions. hurting people oh, yeah, by hurt my people. actions, like not trying to intentionally. But as I've gotten older, I look back sometimes, and I'll literally be sitting at the house and I'll be smoking and I'll be watching TV and I'll replay a whole conversation in my head and I'll be like, "Damn, I handled that wrong." Yeah, yeah, mm. could have did better. I'm very Brody, so it's like for me, it's like I don't give a fuck if it's a girlfriend, friend, my mom. If I don't want to do it, if I feel like I don't want to do it, I'm like, "Yeah, it's a bit." And motherfuckers may be like, "Yeah, you being real, whatever, right now, that's your problem. They ain't got shit to do with me." But I'm good. I'm like a. You turn the switch on. That's how I used to be. So you're not very empathetic. I don't give a fuck. That's a natural. This is a natural. And I literally try not to. Like we went through a lot of that shit, and that's why I'm saying that now. Like I think back. Everybody knows her. She's very sweet. She's very kind. Mm-hmm. Then it's me. That not not yeah. so much. It, it it was it was at it, that time it anyway. was good right. but for me I didn't deal with my emotions so it would be times like I've talked about on the podcast prior where it was like yeah. she would cry if we had a conversation I wasn't even empathetic to that He'd and be I, like are you done all right and and I and I look mm. back and I'm like damn I was an asshole I'm mm. an asshole period but I was like yeah 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 you I could have handled that shit a whole lot fucking yeah, better right. but that's why I say our anger <laughs> is our vulnerability because when she was being vulnerable vulnerable with me I didn't like seeing her cry I didn't like seeing her hurt but for me I was just like. Uh, what am I supposed to do? You like, didn't know what to do with it. Do I supposed to emotion? bring her in right. and uh, hug her? I'm like, yeah. yo, do what, what do what's been taught to me. Mm-hmm. And, yo, cut all that crying and shit out. Because <laughs> right. that, that's, that's the said. thing. Where that's what we know. From? We go exactly. with what we know. And exactly. shout out to the Barbie Way and the Barbie Way podcast. I think yes, she's a follower Courtney, of yours. Love her. But she just put out an mm-hmm. episode and she hit me up in the inbox and she was like, yo, check out this on my on my Instagram stories. And she was talking about how men need women. 
And she yes. was like, when women have a breakup, like we could be by ourselves for a year or two. We may not even fuck anybody mm-hmm. because we're growing. We're working on ourselves. We're trying to build. And she was like, most men, they go from being in a relationship and then they just fucking around and then they move into something else. And then it's like they don't really address things. It's like they yeah. always need a, a woman to cook, clean or do whatever. And, I, and she was like, what do you think about that? I was like, well, I agreed to 90 percent. I said, because I, I, I cook clean. I Ain't no woman yeah, ever yeah, came I'm to my house and took care of my shit. I'm very, very self-sufficient. self-sufficient. I only need a woman for the things that I don't want to do. I don't want to beat my meat when you got three hoes. <laughs> what, what, what are we talking about? And then it's like you want to cook with somebody. When you get to a certain age, you want to do intimacy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like I told her, I said, I literally appreciate a woman for who she is. I've never asked a woman to clean my house. Right. Yeah. If you're there, help I got out. That. Do some things. But I got that. I want you here for my sexual needs and prowess. I want you there for your intellect and your conversation and what we can possibly do together. Not because you got money or you got ass or anything like that. (laughs) And I figured it out, Casey. You asked me a long time ago. You said, what is your type? Yeah. I don't have a type because I'm attracted to energies. Uh I saw a Libra post the other day and it was like, Libras don't really care about looks and this and that. And like I told you, I was like, I could date anybody from as small as her or you up to a Jill Scott Mm -hmm. because it's what is your energy? And and other people may look at somebody and be like, oh, she's not that attractive. Uh Well, to me, she is. I see something different. Maybe because I'm vibing here beyond. and we wow. here is beyond that. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I think that's when you start to find a partner that can be vulnerable, a partner that yeah. can be submissive because you're choosing an energy and not what a person looks like. That's my thing. Absolutely. So then my follow up question is, how willing are you to take emotional risks? Like, do you emotional feel like it? Risk. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Um, depends on, depends on the situation and the person. For me, yeah. Yeah. The situation and the person. I'm willing. Okay. Yeah. I am too. And but, I. Th- but this at this th- age, it's kind of like you got to. You have to. Well, you don't have is, to. Yeah. Now, I'm glad that you say that because with conviction, like because you're right. But mm-hmm. people still don't do oh, it. Yeah. They don't feel like they have to. Mm-hmm. But again, yeah. in order to if get you what, want you, what want, you want, yeah, yes, you, you have to. Have well, what's, to. A, what's an example of an emotional risk? Uh, when a woman gives you her body, it's an emotional risk, in my opinion. I'm talking about for a man. So maybe it's about you sharing something that they've done that hurt your feelings. Oh, yeah. Right. In a way where you may not have initially said something. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's early in the relationship and you're like, oh, I'm not sure. Like, would you be willing to expose yourself in that way? Yes. Early. Everybody ain't oh, getting early. That. Early. Everybody ain't getting that. That that that, that part is difficult. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because like I said, I've just now started to do that and say, hey, well, this bothered me, or I'm not a jealous person, but this situation made me jealous. Like you don't, mm-hmm. as a man, you don't you want to don't talk like mm-hmm. that. So again, mm-hmm. anger is our vulnerability. <laughs> but if it's nonchalantness yeah, is yeah, our, yeah. if that's a word, it's our vulnerability. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, no, I don't think it's your vulnerability. I think it's the way that you cope mm-hmm. with. It's the wall, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you don't want to yeah. be vulnerable, so then you have this other reaction. It's the wall between our vulnerabilities. Yeah. Even though it's early, if it's somebody that you want to move forward with, how do yes. you get past that? Like you have to open you your mouth and shit. say it yeah. in order to get past it. Yeah, and you don't want to like. For me, that's one thing that I used to do all the time. I would let stuff build up, and then by the time it came out, it would just be a pressure. A TNT. Yeah. Yes. So for me, I don't want to repeat those same mistakes. Yeah. So if it's somebody that I'm looking to moving forward with, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna take the risk. But that's I think good. I think and and I agree with you 100. percent I think that what happens a lot of times also is you know that requires you to be real with 
yourself. Whatever direction you try to go in that relationship. Well, yeah, that too, yeah. You know, if it's just somebody I'm quote unquote, you know, just yeah. dumping in, then no. I probably ain't going to do that. But when you recognize that, you know what? This I need to do this with porn this terminology. No, well, I mean, no, this is not. This is not my terms. It's terms that I heard from other people. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I grabbed my purse. Yeah, you my load. Listen, I didn't hurt. Listen, let me tell you real quick, real quick. I remember back in the day, and, and I think we talked about this. Uh-huh. We've talked about this on the podcast where young men get a lot of bad information. Oh, for sure. Like from every level. For I'm sure. talking about from when I was in high school to when I was in college to when I graduated from college. I essentially got the same message, which was. Find a, a steady chick that you with and then have three or four chicks that mm-hmm. you dump in your garbage in. That's basically yeah. what they said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I got to a point in life. I was like, you know what? That's not the kind of advice I'm going to give to the young nah, boys. You can't. Fam. That's just bad advice. It's so bad. anyway, that's the kind of way that comes from. But I'm saying you have to recognize whatever kind of relationship you're going to be in yeah. and then determine, OK, I can be emotional. I can take emotional risk and tell her exactly how I'm feeling about what she did. Because the thing about a man and I think that Anthony would agree with this and Red Boy uh, we put certain expectations on women that they don't even know about. Even if we just fucking, can I say this? That's a good. <laughs> but let me, point. Let me, let me which makes it difficult for us to be vulnerable. Yes, that's true. So let me hitch my shit onto his wagon. Okay. <laughs> I remember telling her one day. I said, "When you're just for me, when I'm just dating a girl and having sex, like if you pulling up every Tuesday, Thursday, every Monday, Friday, whatever the fuck, yeah, whatever the schedule I have, is, I have no expectations. I just when we do, we do, we <laughs> do." But when you start talking to me about wanting to take me off the motherfucking shelf and make me yours, oh, there's expectations. <laughs> yes, indeed. You know what I'm saying? Sexual expectations up through the roof. We ain't talking Tuesday, Thursday. We talking pretty much 85% of the time I see you. Tuesday morning, Tuesday I, you, afternoon. You know what I'm saying? Tuesday evening. Hey. Wednesday afternoon. I got African origins. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm just telling you those expectations, things like that for a man, they do change. Mm-hmm. Like you, So I'm, I got to stop fucking with all the other girls yeah. and I'm... I'm all right. Yeah. Well, here's the responsibilities for this. Yeah. Read it carefully. And that way, it like doesn't mean well. Yeah. You may not want to take me home, right, but we're not always going to communicate that to y'all. But that's the problem. I we know. Should. I'm just saying. But this is the because game that older heads know what are giving it back. On. Yeah. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then and you get upset to... with them hey. because then they're not living up to what you thought. And then they but out then of there. No, they off. They off the no roster. One knew. But then women need to also not act like they can do something that you can't. Ladies, men, in the beginning, don't do something you cannot keep up. Right. If you can't continuously once a month or every other whatever yeah. while take me mm-hmm. out to these nice restaurants. Don't fucking take me to yeah, no yeah. motherfucking Howard Wang or Ruth Chris or no, Monarch. Or it's just be your we go to keg. Like yeah. be who you are. Be your motherfucking self. If you're gonna be looking at a bill, take a, the bitch to fucking Wingstop. <laughs> take her to Chili's. Buffalo Wild Buffalo Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings. Take her to all the three four I'm star chains. I'm invoicing all these motherfuckers we talking about. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. So, <laughs> but that expectations change. It changes for do. y'all. Y'all probably expect some kind of consistency. You know what I'm saying? Some kind of form of protection. Absolutely. And sub- stability. And, they and don't waste my motherfucking time. Look, and they quick to say, Absolutely. you don't do what you was doing yeah, in the beginning. beginning. Oh, God. Yeah. Your yeah, knees ain't got I bruises on the beat. Right. You know what I'm saying? Your knees ain't you bruised used up. Squ- you used to squat for 10 straight you minutes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You ain't doing that. You on your knees now. So this is what I need you to got understand. got a pillow under there. Like people already know, marriage and relationships <laughs> are transactional. You get into them to get something out of them you don't get into them to just get something it's like niggas who get credit cards and they keep credit card debt nigga a credit card ain't for you to live off of right it's for you to get things done when you need them and then 
You pay the money back when you get paid. Or if there's a motherfucking reward system. You that's know what I'm saying? Then you, that's how you like rewards. But, it, but, reward? but you're getting something from yes, it. Yes, indeed. So in a relationship, you can't go in that motherfucker and be like, I want somebody to take me out to eat. You know, I want somebody to travel we with. We got a list. I want someone to build a life with. I want somebody to have a kid with. I want to be in good schools. I want to travel. I want to, you know, do this, this, but this. Ain't ain't this but you ain't right. sucking no dick for this nigga to hold your hand. You ain't giving him none of this for him to take you on no trip. You always arguing and complaining. So no, he not is to do this and that ain't my baby oh my lord <laughs> I'm just I'm just hey, saying so, I'm just saying though no, real talk <laughs> women have a lot of expectations without giving things so vice versa mm. yeah see vice versa see I'm just saying oh you want me to do all this but what you doing for me but and it should be oh, but this is the oh, thing okay, though Casey. no but this is a good but this is a good approach why so if you go into a situation have you ever went into a situation or marriage or relationship giving you're all because that's just what you wanted to. And then at a point, if you don't see any reciprocation, you're like, yo, I'm done now. Yep. That's the without a conversation. No, no, I definitely had a conversation. Oh, but that's what oh, you know, because I want to provide yeah. opportunities yeah. for you to, to get live up. up to what I thought and not just in you the were term. at the beginning. And not just in the Absolutely. Yeah. No. And that's when all. the submission goes down. Mm. But it's an understandable situation. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Before we get up out of here on this episode, we do our teaser. You were talking about how men can uh, make a mistake thinking women being super nice or smiling mm. or whatever can be seen as flirting. I added a note saying uh, I think women are the same, but you had an experience you wanted to tell us. No, because you always give me grief because you say that I'm flirting to get certain things when I'm just being nice. That's <sighs> just but who you are, right? That's it. So I did have an experience <laughs> that kind of. <laughs> Because women be acting like you on that. Yeah. yeah. I I did have an experience that made me think about what you said Mm. previously. So I was in the drive-thru and this this lady, she was like handling me with such great care. And she had a mask on, but like I could tell her eyes like she was smiling at Mm. me. She was using all kind of like terms of endearment. And I'm like, look here, girl, don't talk to me like that. (laughs) Like, wait a minute. She had me feeling some kind of way. What was her race? (laughs) Her ethnicity? She was Hispanic. Okay, yeah, they very. Yeah, she words. had me feeling some kind of way when I drove off, and I was like, "Oh, so that's what he means?" Because she was just mm-hmm. doing her job and doing being nice. But do your but, job well. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I was like, oh. "Yeah, that's okay." What I'm so saying. maybe that but is how it comes across. That happens a lot, though, and it should be. I think it's okay. Mm-hmm. See, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, school us. I think that unfortunately, people are used to. Bad customer service. Yep, mm-hmm. that's true. People with attitudes. That's true. People to right. So then, when you do come across mm-hmm. someone who is just a genuinely like, sweet wow, person, pleasant, all of a sudden you think something. What's going on with you? Because this, yeah, ain't, yeah. this yeah. ain't what I'm used to. Yeah, yes. right. Yeah. yeah, it's difficult. But then you know how hard it is because people are so used to online dating. If it is a situation, some people will pass it up, and you're like, "Damn, I didn't smile mm-hmm. at this nigga. I didn't show them." Mm-hmm. I remember this That's is the true. other side of the coin that we've mm-hmm. talked about when they yeah. talk when you, when you talk about going out and trying to date and approaching people. Well, if she's smiling and you're not used to that, it it is kind of a sign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're used to every girl and you're like, "Yo, how you doing, ma?" and she like, "Huh?" She looking at you like yeah. whatever. Yeah, so when you crazy. go, "Yo, how you doing, ma?" And then a girl like, oh, I'm doing okay. Mm-hmm. You know Stop playing with a necklace. You know what I'm saying? You're like, I'm all right. Good. This I'm motherfucker's good. playing with her hair. You learn at 12. Twirling a girl playing shit. with her hair. She like you. This motherfucker's <laughs> twisting. that's just I know. people's go-to. Like. I know. But what I'm saying is like, if you weren't doing that prior, why are you twirling your hair yeah, now? Exactly. What did I do to make you feel away? You must feel my energy You know what I'm saying? Bit. Yeah. Don't I'm, do that shit around me. I'm oh, like, my God. Gotta. Moving into your space. 
<laughs> so, but yeah, we're going to get up out of here, man. I just wanted her to, to tell that story before we got up out of, got up out of here. I kind of want to go out to some, we, we go into the next episode. But I know, but I, I, I we, no, no, we can't no. drop up off this floor and we, shit because. We can go into can the we, next yeah, episode. That's one of my that, favorite yeah. topics. Well, that's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah, so we're going to go into the next. transition? Yeah, we're going to transition. We still take, you did that in a real soft Yeah, We got to get a people two episodes. We got, we got to give them two episodes and we need to take a break. It's been an hour. We got to take a whole hour talking. You know what I'm saying? So, Spider, what music did I say we was going out to? We got Giveon this time. Okay. Giveon like I want you in in I the spirit of cuffing him. season. Cuffing and season. And in the, in the vein of submissive. Hey, man. Just want somebody to want you the way they want you. Hey, bro. Mm-hmm. Submit, submit brothers. Voice, submit, submit to them like women voice. if they worthy. <laughs> Sometimes I wish you knew, but I disguise the truth. I say I'm happy, but I'm still stuck on us. Mm-mm-mm. Does your mind play this game too? Think about me and you. I guess I'll just pretend until it all makes sense. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. See you face to face, I'm thinking about the days we used to be. But I can't make a scene But I can't make a scene See you face to face I'm thinking about the days we used to be But I can't make a scene But I can't make a scene is overdue Tell me your point of view Tell me am I to blame You're so good with change Mm-mm-mm. A table set for two You got me waiting but you ain't coming through Try to stay patient but gotta face the truth Mm-mm-mm. Ooh, ooh, ah. See you face to face I'm face thinking about the days we used to be Thinking about the day but I can't make a scene. But I can't make a scene. See you face to face. I'm thinking about the days we used to be. But I can't make a scene. But I can't make a scene.
on the next episode of The Reality Is. Like we have to understand when they get crazy, the situation is another wrong wrong choice. Can this nigga just call a spade a spade? Like, like, can I just can I just speak openly? I do got a microphone. He is an all person. Goddamn, I feel you. Yeah, but anyway, but no, I'm just saying. No, listen, literally, God, when when women, when y'all crazy. Hey, DJ, bring that back. Bring it back.